Herbs in Action, reflections and stories from the Phipps Conservatory and Botanical Gardens Botany in Action Fellows, discussing herbs from around the world. My name is Sarah Scubel, and I studied natural products and human health over at Rutgers University in their plant biology department. The herb I'd like to talk to you about today is Rosa canina, or rose, that you all are familiar with. So roses are found in everyone's garden, more or less. They do like warmer climates. They originated from Central Asia, and they were brought over here primarily for their ornamental value. But over time, a lot of ethnobotanical texts have shown that people were eating the petals. They were really taking advantage of the fruits of rose, so the rose hips. There's a lot of different common foods also found in the rosaceae family. Almonds are in the rose family, as well as peaches and other fruits that you're probably familiar with. Just a fun fact, everything in the rose family is edible. Roses are usually these very large and colorful blooms. They often have many, many petals kind of scrunched together. And you also might know that they have thorns on their stems. So some species of rose have larger or smaller thorns. Others were genetically grown so that they don't have any thorns at all or that they smell better and things like that. So although you may see different sizes or colors or types of rose, they all share that commonality of a really, really nice big bloom and then maybe some bigger, smaller thorns. They're very attractive to a lot of pollinators. You have, of course, the traditional bees, right, that are coming up and pollinating roses. I've seen other larger insects, such as beetles, they can like crawl up onto the rose because they're very, very aromatic. So they attract a lot of pollinators, as well as those bright, vibrant colors. Agricultural propagation can be done based off of cuttings and then grafting them onto different plants and root systems so that they can grow better. So rose hips is actually the fruit of the rose. So that's what's actually made once the flower itself is pollinated, fertilized, and has grown a successful plump fruit. And those are very, very small. So scientists have gone ahead and extracted oils from the fruit as well as just tested the raw fruit on its own. And they've discovered that it has an extraordinary amount of antioxidants, namely vitamin C. I've even seen in a paper comparing the amount of vitamin C found in rose hips comparable to that of citrus fruits like oranges and things like that. So because of this very, very high vitamin C and just overall antioxidants such as vitamin A, vitamin E, they are very beneficial to your overall human health. So things that have to do with inflammation, it also helps with a healthier heart. I'm not sure if the antioxidants are helping with this primary reason, but I've also seen that it lowers cholesterol and helps regulate your blood health as well. A really sweet memory that I have with Rose is with my grandmother. She really loved gardening, and it was with her that I first tried Rose jelly that she had made at home with her own roses from the garden uh, that she grew herself. And I really can't describe the flavor as anything that 
I've ever tasted before. Maybe just that it's very, very flowery, if, if you can taste that. But it, it was just a really sweet memory because from then on, I started, you know, promoting rose jellies and jams and things like that to my friends. And whenever I see them eating it, I think of my grandmother. And, you know, now I know that it's actually improving their health in some indirect way. Herbs in Action is a collaboration between Phipps Conservatory and Botanical Gardens and the Saturday Light Brigade and is made possible by the Mary Jane Berger Memorial Foundation, dedicated to educating the community about the many benefits and uses of herbs. To hear this feature again or to learn more about herbs from around the world, visit mjbergerfoundation.org.